Welcome back to Summer with Just Arrived. In today's episode, we will listen to a story. A story about a young girl living in Syria. We will hear about her love, her life, and her journey to Sweden. Please welcome Kamar Al-Hakim. Once upon a time, in 2009, in a tiny spot of this world, which called Damascus, in a concert and among the huge crowd, two young adults fell in love with each other from the first sight. They loved each other like nobody did before. They spent together magical days full of joy, love and happiness in the peaceful and lovely city of Damascus. They spent glory days, the best days of their lives. But destiny played its game, and the peaceful city is no longer safe. It is 2012. It is war. Rockets and explosions, fire and flames are everywhere. The lovers had to be separated. He chose to travel to a faraway place. A very far away place from his burning country. To a place where he could build a future, study and work. He did not want to participate in a dirty war and kill his own people. He went and left her alone. But she was always in his heart. He could not stop thinking about her, not for a moment. During his entire journey, he was dreaming in the moment when he would meet her again. He was also in her heart and in her mind. Not for a moment she could stop thinking about him. She has done everything possible to follow him to the end of the world. After years of blood, sweat and tears, she succeeded. Miracles happened. She ended up in Sweden got married to her love and lived with him happily ever after. The young girl in this story was me and this is my story on how I came to Sweden. My name is Kamar and today I'll speak about love, hope and miracles. Well it's too late to fight it All these thoughts are coming on Hard and I'm all alone within, and I won't ask for more. 
I'm sure, but oh, we come together and it's all gone for a while. But oh, do you remember when we when we opened our eyes to the Time flies so fast. It is 2014. We have not seen each other for almost one year. Because of the war in Syria, he could not go back again to our country. I could not follow him to the safer part of the world, Europe. The situation was rather complicated. Almost all countries suspended giving visas for Syrians seeking studies tourism or any other purposes. It seemed like the whole world wanted us to be separated. But yet, one option was available for me to cross the bridge between my war-torn country and the safer river bank. It is the ocean, the big, scary, hungry ocean that has swallowed thousands of people. Death boat was my only choice to follow my great love to the end of the world. But I was so afraid. I was so afraid to travel by the sea. It's not an easy decision that one can make. It's not win or lose. It's about live or die. What if I die in the sea and never ever meet my love again? I had always been thinking about that before falling asleep. But I never give up. I fought and fought to make my own destiny. I was so ambitious. I wanted to discover the world. I wanted to have a great education, to have a better life, but simply a more secure life. I always believed I deserved to live a peaceful life. And nothing can stop me. I am no more thinking about traveling by the sea. I started instead to think about investing in my own potential and competences. I set to go to win an academic scholarship where the issuing authority guarantees the visa. But winning a scholarship in that time in Syria was not an easy task. Thousands and thousands of top students, scholars and researchers have already chosen this safe path to escape the country and avoid death boat and illegal migration. The competition was insane. I was competing with great talents. There were people who speak five languages. There were people with outstanding academic grades. There were those who created robots, machines, and creative solutions. What makes it harder is that I was not only competing with the local talents, but also with the international talents as well. So, I was literally unsure if I would survive among those talented monsters. Everyone around me was saying, Kamar, You're an average person. You do not have enough competences. 
those who win scholarships are far more bitter than you. Accept the reality, stop living in daydreaming, forget about your old love, find yourself a new partner. You are still young, stop wasting your time. But I never cared about what the others say. Even though they were my dearest who said this word to me and not my enemies. I was only sure that one day a scholarship committee is going to believe in me and going to give me the chance to invest in my own potentials and talents. So I kept applying for scholarships no matter how many times I was knocked down. Again, time flies so fast. It is 2016. I was lost, consumed and out of hope. I had applied for scholarships for almost three consecutive years. All answers were, sorry to inform you that you have been rejected. We continued with another candidates. Good luck. They say a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And it is true. In August 2016, on a warm summer evening, when I was laying down, feeling out of energy, my soul was broken, my body was so heavy, my breath was so slow and deepless. I did not know that on that day I would finally win the opportunity of my lifetime. On that evening, I got the email that changed my life. A fully funded offer from one of the most reputable Hungarian university to study a master degree in management and leadership, the area that I've always dreamed to study. On that day only, I knew the real meaning of freedom. I could not feel the ground beneath my feet. I was flying, dancing and crying that I was going to meet my great old love again. In March 2017, the moment came. On the land of peace, Sweden, the two lovers meet again. After four years, eight months, seven days and six hours. Yes, we have been counting the moments when we were far from each other. But now, nothing can separate us anymore. He said, will you marry me? She said, yes, yes, of course. And finally came the greatest moment of their life. They get married and lived in Sweden happily ever after. Love is powerful. It makes geniuses such fools. Strong hands gentle. Dark rooms glow. It makes a shy one bold, a coward courageous, an old man young. It is something that gives you strength and weakness at the same time. It is something that could bring out the best and at times worst out of someone. It is something you hold dear and more. It is your heart. It is the core of everything. Yes. Love is the core of everything you see around. Everything you are surrounded of 
is made from love. This amazing place of found, amazing place of found. It's all around me. This amazing time and space, amazing time. When you move from a war zone and come to a secure place like Sweden, you have really gone so far. For me at least, as someone who experienced war, the greatest thing about Sweden is safety. The fact that there is low crime numbers, low robbery incidences, there are no gunshots, no bombs and explosions, and no kidnapping. I still remember those nights when I was not able to sleep, thinking of death and how I might going to die. I was visualizing myself burning in an explosion, like one of my dearest friends died. Sometimes I try to imagine how it feels if my home ceiling fall above my head because of a rocket. Would it be so painful to die in this way? Sometimes I was thinking about how I'm going to raise my kids in such circumstances. How I'm going to save them. How would it feel if I lost one of them? Would I really want to bring kids to such life? There was long, long nights where I could not see any hope where I could not have any motivation. In those days, my brain was dominated by thinking about negativity, darkness and death. In Sweden, I fall asleep easily. There are no more days to think about my horrible death potential or fear from future and uncertainties. In Sweden, I had the opportunity to achieve my dreams. I visited places I have only ever seen pictures of before. In Sweden, I had the opportunity to learn how to dance on small grodorna in summer, to taste shetbuller, to learn about the unique graduation ceremonies, to play kub, and to enjoy fika time, and so many, many interesting things. In Sweden, there is cultural richness everywhere you look, from the way buildings and houses are designed, to the unique blue lakes, green landscapes and rocket mountains. Everything seems like a piece of heaven. Before I came to Sweden, I had this idea that everyone is tall, blonde and has blue eyes. But what I discovered in reality that 
people are much more varied than I expected. A lot of people here came from different countries and have different backgrounds. That was a wonderful thing to discover. Also, when I came to Sweden, I had this idea that it's cold, it's dark. I thought I would never survive the cold winter. I thought I would freeze and die if the temperature reaches minus 20 degrees. But I remember the famous Swedish saying, there is no bad weather, only bad clothes. So I got myself the heaviest winter coat in the market. The greatest thing that happened in my life is that I came to Sweden. In countries like Syria, where a few decades or more are needed to reform the impact of the war in all sectors, you have to have humble dreams. Otherwise, you will be soon disappointed. You have to customize your ambition to be limited and rational enough to suit with the current situation. Otherwise, you will not survive and you will be disappointed soon. But I refused. I had big dreams and unlimited ambitions. I had to leave my beloved country. I had to reshape my own destiny and live the life I want to live. I've always wanted to end up in a great place like Sweden, where women can equally compete with men and reach high positions, something that I probably would never achieve in my country. Due to financial crisis, job culture, corruption, bureaucracy and so many, many obstacles. Not the time for you to speak your mind Put all your hope aside and stand in line Don't ask any questions of how and why What you're looking for a way to fly To all newcomers to Sweden, I would say you are in the right place. Sweden is the land of opportunities, but only for hard-working people. To Swedes, I would say, we newcomers have ideas worth spreading. We have interesting life stories, good or bad memories, but great experiences in life lessons. Listen to us with open hearts and open arms. Because only through inclusion, trust and support, we will be able to build a great future for our beloved Sweden. Yes, we do not choose where to be born. 
We do not choose who our parents are. We do not choose our colors or our genders. But we do choose how we are going to live our lives. We do choose how we are going to live our lives. Make your own destiny and live the life you want to live. Never stop following your heart. Fight for your true love. Never let the other underestimate what you can do and what you can achieve. And always remember that life is an open book full of blank pages. You and you only write the story as you go. Do you feel what I feel? Is this real or is it just me? What I feel I can't say. Do you hear what I hear? Is it me? Just me What I hear I can't say It feels like a 